Welcome to the Powercast with Charlie Johnson. I'm one of the world's leading fitness and transformation coaches. I'm going to be providing you with the tools to build your ultimate body and mind. Welcome to another episode of the Powercast, guys. Today, I'm going to take you through 14 ways to get the most out of your workout. So this is an area I see a lot of people slacking and they could do with a lot of guidance to really maximize uh, their bang for the buck in terms of what they're doing. Because personally as a trainer, coach, mentor, um, the thing that frustrates me the most is when I see people wasting their time where they're trained daily, uh, sometimes twice a day, but they're just wasting their time, not getting the results they're looking for. You're at a plateau, you're just going around in circles, you don't really know where to go, you work all the time, you think you're eating healthy, but you're not getting results. Sound a little bit familiar? Well, hopefully these 14 pit tips will give you the way to get the most out of your workout so you can actually get the bang for your buck in terms of getting some results, which is really what I do. This is uh, fitness as a trainer, as a results-based business. I'm hugely, hugely, hugely passionate about helping people and transforming their lives and adding value because that's feel what, what I feel I was put on this planet to do is try and add positivity to people's lives and help them. So we're going to run through 14 tips to get you killing your workouts, uh, as I certainly have this week, as I'm absolutely in bits um, with muscle soreness, which is a sign of success, but it's also a sign that we need to make sure we're really maximizing our recovery, which is something we're going to discuss as we go through the podcast. So I don't want to keep this too long for you guys. I want to keep it nice, concise, to the point, and really uh, effective and useful with lots of take-home points you can take away. So uh, before we begin, uh, just to give you a quick heads up, we've still got 77% off the current Shrednate and Sculptionate programs. That will only be for the next two, three weeks. You can secure that price now for £37 if you want to jump on the program. Full custom nutrition plan, full training program at the gym or at home. So you want to get involved in that, guys. The link is below in the show notes. So now that's done, let's get into 14 ways to get you kicking ass during a workout. So uh, point number one, now this is so, so overlooked and this is hydration and it's hydrate. So I noticed this a lot that I've been training the last week. I trained twice relatively early, maybe like eight, nine o'clock in the morning. And um, no, no, that's not that early for some of you guys. And I've trained before at like six o'clock in the morning, 5.30, but it's still a little bit earlier. And the big thing I noticed in terms of training that time um, it's not that I've only had one meal, but it's that I'm not maybe fully hydrated as I should be. So there's a couple of things you really want to think about here. Like if you're training earlier in the day, what I'd really focus on is when you first get up in the morning, I would literally try and consume at least half a litre of water as quickly as you can do. Don't like chug it all in one go, but try and get a decent amount of fluids on board. And I'd also try and add some like electrolyte powder to that if you can do. So you've got some decent salts and minerals into your uh, muscular tissue. Uh, or also you could add some salt to your pre-workout meal. So that's something I always look to do because sodium is really, really important. If you've got good quality salts, uh, adding that into your food is really going to help you um, increase performance, increase strength, feel like kicking ass and also help get you really well hydrated. So you want to make sure we're taking plenty of water, salts, minerals, uh, so that's point number one is to hydrate so we're ready to kick ass during our sessions and kick ass throughout the day. Point number two, we're now coming to pre-workout meal. So here, like with most people, depending on your body fat percentage, I would generally always recommend having carbohydrates and protein. Um, so in terms of what I personally have at the moment, I would be looking to have something like uh, ground rice with whey protein uh, because it's very easy to digest. Uh, what we really want with training is for asked to have energy and to have fuel in the muscle in terms of glycogen but we don't want to be feeling bloated so having a, a 200 grams of 200 gram steak with a load of sweet potatoes an hour before you're going to train is probably not optimal so what we really want to be trying to think about all the time of this is 
how can we set ourselves up for success? How can I feel the best during my workouts? And that coincides with a really common question of um, like, what time should I eat before training? And the question to that is, it depends. So for every person out there, you're going to have a different ability to digest food and how quickly you're going to be able to digest food. So like personally, I like to tend to eat about 90 minutes to two hours before training because I like to have the food fairly like digested and clear to my stomach. I wouldn't try and have it any closer than 60 minutes personally. Um, but again, it very much is person dependent. I'd rather you ate a little bit earlier, had the food more digested and then uh, you're ready to rock or roll. You're not feeling bloated. So um, in terms of pre-workout meals, we want to try and have protein, carbs, keep it easily digestible, nothing too bloating. Um, if your body fat percentage is quite high, then maybe you might not need the carbohydrates, but generally that's something I would look to try and add in there. So go to some of generally ground rice, um, oats, or you could have chicken and rice as, as an example. Um, an easy tip to a digestion pre-workout, if you are going to have something like chicken, try and cut the chicken into much smaller pieces and then make sure you, you're chewing the food well before you eat it because that does make a big difference in terms of um, the surface area of the food which improves digestion. So we always have to remember it's not what you eat, but it's what your body actually assimilates and absorbs. So remember it in very basic terms in that respect. Uh, point number two when coming to, which is something I'm a big advocate of is intra-workout nutrition. So this is like the golden weapon in my opinion, which is often overlooked when it comes to uh, maximizing performance, creating an adaptive response from our body, and also uh, facilitating the repair process and protecting our body from breaking down muscle tissue whilst we train. So I'm a big fan whilst training, looking to consume around a liter to a liter and a half of fluid. So again, similar to point number one that we're keeping really well hydrated, but I'd also suggest if you're probably sub 15% body fat that you definitely look to have some form of uh, carbohydrate powder. Um, and in addition to that is when I look to add in things like carbo um, creatine, glutamine, uh, more electrolytes. I add all of these ingredients and supplements in at this point because this is when the body's most receptive to absorb them into the muscle cells as we've got the most blood pumped into the muscles and flowing around the body so intra-workout nutrition is definitely a game changer it's something i would highly recommend uh, if you want to know more we'll say on some in the specifics like creatine for example if you scroll back down through the episodes i think it's around number 40 there's a full in-depth episode on creatine specifically so you should find that helpful Point number four, so we've now trained, uh, been through pre-workout, intra-workout nutrition, we're going to go through post-workout nutrition. Why is this important? Well, it's not important for the workout you've just done, technically, but it is for the one you're going to have tomorrow. So we want to set ourselves up for success for the next day, set up the repair process, get our body replenishing glycogen, aka carbohydrates, so we're ready to go and they're ready to crush it and kill it the next day. Uh, we really want to think about like in the training mindset of things, we want to be thinking about like we're in the gym with a warrior and we're out the gym with a monk and try and keep nice and calm. So when you come out of the gym, try and get your body calm out that hiked up uh, parasympathetic state so then we can try and go and get our body relaxed so then absorb our food better. So it's really, really important to make sure that we try and get ourselves calmed down before we look to try and consume our meal. So post-workout, I'd always recommend eating 30 to 60 minutes after training, no sooner than that, because your body's not going to assimilate the food as well, because your body's still very much in that fight or flight reaction where you've been, uh, if you've been training correctly and really been going for it. So I'd give that some food for thought, no pun intended, to make sure that you probably wait a little bit after training to make sure you've calmed down a little bit. Good thing to look at, be like heart rate, uh, breathing rate and how you generally feel. So those would be key indicators I would look at with myself and clients. Um, so now into point number five, we're now going to talk, discuss sleep. So this is 
massively overlooked uh, subject. So sleep is like almost like the reset button for the day in terms of uh, allowing the repair process to happen, uh, metabolic functions, there's thousands of things going on with sleep, which are vital for us to maximize performance and you crushing it during a training session. So there's a few things I recommend here, very simple. First, to get some sort of tracking device, like an aura ring, root band, just because if you don't quantify, you can't control it and look to improve it. So with something like that, you can tell how much deep sleep you've had, how much REM sleep you've had, uh, your sleep efficiency. And these are really, really important details that we really need to knuckle down and know on to be able to maximize our progress and see if there's anything going on in terms of disrupting our sleep patterns. Um, this is really, really vital. Another uh, simple thing, which we're going to come on to slightly later on, which actually has made a big difference to me, uh, and no laughs intended, is that using nasal strips. So when I sleep, I struggle to breathe through my nose, lie on my back, and a lot of guys who are a bit bigger tend to get this. So using nasal strips at night to open my airways uh, has made a big, big difference in improving the quality of sleep I have. Uh, so that's one thing I would recommend. Uh, secondly, uh, sleep supplements do make a big difference. So I use the sleep stack by supplement ease, which improves the quality of deep sleep I get, which is an absolute game changer. So a big shout out to Dr. Dean for supplement ease creating that. Uh, and that's an absolute killer. So that's point number six to make sure you guys are getting your sleep on tracks, going to bed at the same time, trying to be consistent with getting up at the same time. Shout out to anyone out there who's trying to get up on the 5 a.m. wake up squad to crush the day like myself at the moment. It's not the easiest sometimes, in particular lockdown when you know you don't have to go anywhere. But um, being productive, getting up at the same time every day, going to bed at the same time as day, is setting yourself up for success, not just in the gym, but in every aspect of your life. And that's really what we're here to do. So point number seven, we're now going to go into, uh, sorry, point number six, we're now going to go into digestion. So this, again, is why, in some respects, I'm not a fan of the if it fits your macros approach or intermittent fasting. Your body can only assimilate and digest so much food in one sitting, throwing everything into your stomach in one hit is not going to end up well. It will end up messy. You know what I'm talking about. Now, in reality, what we want to be trying to do is think about, okay, talking about setting up our training for success, our workout success, how can we help our digestive system out? Well, as I alluded to earlier, the bigger the surface area of the food, the easier it is to digest. So if you're a dude and you're trying to like put on a lot of muscle mass at the moment, the reality is you want to try and focus on foods that are easy to digest and that your body is going to be assimilating. So you're not actually getting bloated all the time. So Things like steak mints are really good because it's almost like the body's had to, it's almost like it's pre-digested because the food's been minced up. So that's something that I'm a big fan of. It's like 5% steak mints as a protein source as it's really easy for the body to digest. And in addition to that, looking to use carbohydrates that the body digests well. So generally, I've never heard of anyone ever in the history of mankind having an issue with rice. So I, use, uh, I like to eat a lot of white rice to easy to digest. Um, but again, it's very personal dependent. Look for trigger signs though. So like for me, I love oats, but I know if I have a lot of them, they bloat me and I tend to get wind, which is a sign that the, um, it's a sign that your stomach is not digesting them particularly well. So therefore I know that that's something that I need to try and limit within my diet. So you really want to be looking at your own biofeedback here and listening to like, okay, I've just eaten this meal. How do I feel? Do I feel bloated? Uh, how's my stool samples being? Those sort of things, because that's, big indicator to how your body reacts to these sort of things uh, into point number seven uh, don't count reps make reps count so what we don't want to be doing here is doing shit reps for the shit reps sake so think about the perfect reps we want to be like setting ourselves up for success within the reps so we want to think about setting yourself up in the reps so the setup stabilizing and then initiating so get yourself in the perfect position before you begin the rep get yourself stable 
core tight and then initiate the rep with the muscle we're looking to try and train try and do that with every single rep and i promise you you'll massively limit the amount of injuries you're going to get and you also maximize the potential in terms of how much muscle you can build body fat you can burn and get the most bang for the buck for the workout which is really what we're here to do efficiency and working smart beats working hard all day long and that's just a fact so what we're looking to do is not just train harder we're going to train smarter so we shred faster if that makes sense so um this is really really key is it's how you do it, not not how many you do, if that makes sense. Whereas a lot of people have too much attachment to doing more is better. When not doing more is better, better is better. And that's a fact. Um, next point, number eight, is always do an extra 10% of as asked of you. So if your program's got 10 reps down, try and do 11. Like try and push yourself. Like that is where... And I see it with everything in life. Like, like a lot of people ask me for advice from fitness to business stuff now and... In reality, I give everyone the answer, but they, they don't have necessarily the conviction to see things through and they don't have the mental clarity to push themselves and understand that like, if this was easy, necessarily everyone, like everyone would be able to do it. And this is easy. Like generally getting a shape is pretty easy. Like when you know what you're doing, like burning body fat and building muscle to a certain level is, is pretty straightforward. And it will be for 95% of you out there. You just need to make sure that you're maximizing the uh, opportunities you have available to you and doing things in an efficient manner. And if you're not getting progress like that, drop me a message because something isn't right. If you're training all the time and you think you're eating right and you're seeing absolutely no progress, then what you're doing clearly isn't working. So um, drop me a DM, just say, listen to the podcast and I'll see if I can help. Uh, point number eight, uh, nine, sorry, important to breathing. So if you guys haven't already listened to it, listen to one of my previous episodes with Patrick McKeown, The Oxygen Advantage. Absolutely insane. Guys, super knowledgeable. Uh, something I've been really focusing on is nasal breathing and trying to control my diaphragm. And this is a much more, air, uh, much more efficient way to get your body utilizing um, oxygen, carbon dioxide, and to basically control your, like mastering the control of your own body. So this is something you really want to be focusing on. And to try and focus on like breathing correctly because also breathing correctly like has a huge impact on blood pressure and huge amounts of other states within the body so if we're mouth breathing all the time our body actually thinks we're in a stress state so that has an impact in terms of our digestion which again like it's not what we eat it's what we absorb so all these small little triggers have a big impact on our system overall as a result and the results we're going to get how effective our training sessions are going to be because our breathing isn't right. So something like when doing cardio with warming up, I often focus on is doing nasal breathing only. So not to a huge extent, but just to try and get like for two, three minutes up to five minutes to slowly bring the intensity up because it's a great way to try and get your, all your systems firing. And then like when you go into the workout, you're ready to absolutely crush it. So it's something to really think about. And point number 10, we're now coming into mobility and stability. So in terms of mobility, like, we want to be mobile, but we also want to have control at the end range of motion. So that's where a lot of people get injured is because they might have great mobility, but they've got no strength at the end of range of motion. So we want to have stability. So strength at extreme ranges and also the mobility to get there and stay there. So like, how do we go about this? Well, we go about this by actually doing some stretching work, some mobility work and a lot of like prehab exercise in terms of getting the right muscles firing correctly before we go in there and crush the workout. Uh, that's really the key to not getting injured, longevity, and like feeling great like for the rest of your life. So yeah, it's as straightforward as that. If you're getting knee pains and feeling pretty jacked up in your 
like a sub 30, then you need to address this pretty quickly. Otherwise it's going to escalate fast. Uh, at number 11, environment around you. And I don't mean this just in terms of the gym, but also the people around you. So you become the product of your environment. So if you surround yourself with winners, like this is what I'm trying to do at the moment, just surround myself with people who are better than me, better at business, better at fitness, like better people as humans, because it will make me level up. I'll learn. And you naturally will become the people around you. So if you can like surround yourself with people who you aspire to be like, or you look up to, or who are highly successful in whatever you want to be, they've got an amazing family, they've got an amazing life. If you hang around those people, you'll pick up on their habits, you'll start to pick up their habits. And guess what? You'll start to climb the ladder of success to where you want to be. And it comes again, same in terms of like when the gyms reopen is put yourself in the right environment for success. If you go, if you're the biggest fish in the pond, you need to find a new pond. And it's the same saying is if you're the smartest person in the room, you need to find a new room. So like the reality is go to a gym where they've got better equipment. There's a higher standard of physiques there because these sort of things are going to make you level up will make you push yourself because you'll see people doing stuff that you can't do. And that should inspire you or give you a bit of a rocket on the backside that you need to really push yourself and take things a little bit, maybe more like seriously in the bull by the horn. So that's point number 11 is to really focus on the environment around you, the people and also like the physical environment. Uh, point number 12, quite similar to that is a winner's mindset. So this is what really frustrates me more than anything is I see people all the time. They, they, this is why in terms of coaching, like anyone who's working with me personally, like once they filled an application form, they are generally going to get vetted on the phone by me in person because the reality is like, unless you have a winner's mindset, then you're never going to achieve like the maximal results. And for me, I want maximal results for everyone. So in regards to like that sort of mindset is having the conviction and belief in yourself and ability to work hard. If you do not believe in yourself, then why should anyone else? And I understand that's easy to say, but if you're not in that position at the moment, when you believe in yourself, you have to think about, like, why would anyone else believe in you if you're not going to believe in yourself? It's not their obligation to look after you, to carry you. You have to put yourself first, be, self, be selfish to be selfless. So you want to be the best person you can be to help your family, partner, all those around you. So you can get out there, set the standard, make them proud of you and have that winning mindset. That's where so many people fail is because they fail before they've even begun. They don't, they don't believe they can do something. They don't believe they can do a training program. They don't believe they can stick to a diet. They don't believe they can build a business. And that's where people are going wrong. They don't have the mindset. And that mindset, again, is almost similar to point number 11 before. Surround yourselves with winners and like positive people. And if you don't have these people in your life at the moment, that's cool. All right, go read, like, drop me a message. I've got tons of books that are awesome that will, uh, have inspired me massively during this lockdown. And that's like, and there's loads of people on like Instagram you can follow who might be, give you motivation like you have to have that ability to believe in yourself because as i said if you don't believe in you then like why why should anyone else why should anyone else um we've got two more points to go guys so we we'll keep this concise because i know we're rattling on 13 is the importance of fats in your diet so i have a lot of people who tend to proverbially shit the bed when um they see maybe diets so which have got fat in it and fat added now the reason we need to have fats in our diet is because it's vital for hormonal function now, also, it's vital in terms of cognitive function. So having our brain run optimally. We have to remember that the, the body will only go where the brain takes it. Like we are the masters of our body and our thoughts become things. So we're looking to try and do everything in terms of from a nutritional side of things to optimize 
like cognitive function. So when we go into drain, uh, to go into train, we can feel exactly what we want to feel. We have perfect clarity. We can feel presence in the moment. We can be there to absolutely like own that session, make the most of it, and really understand the point and purpose of that session. And that often comes about from having the correct diet set up, where you've got a decent amount of fats, your hormonal systems like firing on all cylinders, and we're mentally feeling great. The other reason we need to have fats in the diet from a hormonal point of view is that we need our hormones all optimized to allow for recovery. If we're not recovering from workout, then our next workout is going to suck balls. And that's not something we want. So let's try and avoid the ball sucking workouts and make sure we have our diet set up correctly the next uh, enough fats in the diet. Now, lastly, is point number 14. And to be frank, probably before lockdown, this is something I personally struggled with, not within workouts, but in life. And that's being present. Uh, so being present during the workout and thankful. So one thing every single person should really appreciate when we can go back to the gym, and if you can do already, you should be there right now, is that you are gifted and you are lucky to have that opportunity to go to the gym. Like we, my wife uh, and I have got a friend in Thailand we met who works in a restaurant. Guy's obviously not got a lot of money. He's probably only like two pounds a day. And he messaged us a few days ago about to get thrown out of this place where he lives. He has no, hasn't eaten for like a few days. There's no money for food. And like that very much gave me a lot of context in terms of how lucky we are in the Western world. Like I've never in my life thought about that I haven't had enough money to eat. Now, fortunately, like I'm in a position where we've, we've sent, uh, his name's Theo, he's a really nice guy in uh, Patong in Thailand. Uh, we sent him some money via Western Union, which was, uh, which was awesome. And he actually, uh, sent us a photo of him at the bank collecting it and he looks like the happiest man in the world he actually wrote us both a poem uh regarding my love for chicken satay which was was quite interesting and how charlotte doesn't like spicy curries but that's another story uh, i digress but the point of this is for you to really understand how lucky you are in your life like you might not be happy with where you're at what you have right now but you have to constantly remember there's always so many people who are in a much worse position to you. So you to have the opportunity to go and work out and focus on improving yourself every day, you have to be grateful and thankful for that. Be present in that workout. And remember, like this is a blessing that you're allowed to do this. Like at the moment, we're not even allowed to go in the gym. So you're, you're blessed you can get into the gym. And the second, you're blessed that you have the body that you can actually train that works and you're healthy. So I'm going to leave it on that note, guys. Point number 14, 14 be present, thankful, during all workouts all the time just be conscious of what you have so i hope you found these 14 tips insightful helpful uh, drop me a message on instagram if you've got any other questions or any way else you can help if you found this helpful please 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 subscribe to the podcast and also leave us a re review it would mean the absolute world hope you have a kick-ass as the rest of the month and we've got the next last six months of 2020 so my question to you is are you going to make the most of it peace out now that was an absolutely killer episode of the Powercast. Hope you guys absolutely loved it. Now I want to fill you in something I put together which is absolutely incredible to help you not just survive during this quarantine, but actually thrive and come out of the situation in your best shape ever. So I appreciate a lot of people are really struggling at the moment in terms of knowing how to train from home, knowing how to stick to the diet when stuck in the house. There's ladies in lockdown, guys stuck in the house. There's a lot of issues going on here. And I wanted to come forward to help you guys and girls come out of the situation as a success. Now, what I have done is completely revamped my world famous Shred Nate and Sculpt Nate programs. And what's even more exciting about this 
is I've given you 77% off on the price of the program. So normally it costs 149 pounds or 200 US dollars. Now you can sign up for just 37 pounds per month or 45 US dollars. And what's better, you can actually lock this price in for the rest of the year to see a new training program and new diet every eight weeks. Now the new versions of the program are fully home workout based, just using your body weight and some basic bands. These will get you the normal world famous results that you get on Shrednate and Sculptonate, so you come out of this situation in the best shape ever. If you'd like to get involved, please click the link below in the podcast notes or drop me a message with any questions. We'd love to have you not just another client of Shrednate and Sculptonate, but another success story.